Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You want to talk about Erie, Lee. Let's talk about Erie. June, right? So seven months ago. Back in June, James Comey, former head of the FBI, who should be in prison for making up the Russia collusion hoax. Among other things. Among other things. All that perjury before Congress, but whatever. Um, James Comey does an interview, and he's laughing in the interview. And he's like, y'all can nominate Donald Trump, but by the time you guys have your nominating convention, guess what? He's going to be in prison. Or... He'll be wearing an ankle monitoring bracelet at the convention. All right. So the convention is in July. It's coming up in July. So he's predicting this in June. Take a listen to this clip right here. I'm going to play it for you. This crazy world that Donald Trump has dragged this country into, but he could be wearing an ankle bracelet while accepting the nomination at the Republican convention. He says that in June, seven months ago, that is now the exact trial schedule. That is eerie. That's eerie. I heard that. I sat right up in my seat and started rolling tape. I was sitting here getting ready for the Battleground podcast after the show. So here's where we are um, on this. The appeals court yesterday said, no, he doesn't have immunity. It was a three-judge ruling. He's entitled to try to get a full judge, full panel ruling. So that's... Uh, you know, that's some legal maneuvering he's entitled to. He's entitled to try to take it to the Supreme Court. I think they'll probably reject it. They don't want to touch this one with a 10-foot pole. That's my prediction, but whatever. Either way, he's entitled to try. So after all of those dates, you start counting them out on the calendar. Originally, this case was supposed to start in March. Then it was supposed to be scheduled in March. Everybody thought uh, the trial start in May. Now, with all of this, uh, this puts the earliest possible start date at June 20th. And that's if everything goes perfectly. Now, you may be confused by me saying this because all of the legal experts on Fox News were out there saying, oh, this will take forever. You know, the trial won't happen until after the election. Well, normally they'd be right. I used to cover federal court as a reporter, and I know how hard it is. I mean, I'd sit there with the calendars trying to figure out when I could take a vacation. You know what I'm saying? It's very, yeah. it's hard. I've done yeah. this before. I've tried to figure this out. Um, and federal court grinds very slowly. So normally, yes, they would be right. This case would be heard after the election. But this is not normal times. This is lawfare times. And this is the January 6th court with literally the January 6th judge. You know, the one who's been like, oh, did you take a selfie inside the Capitol? 18 years. And she'd off with her head if she could. Yeah. 
She is an Obama-appointed Marxist liberal judge from the same law firm Hunter Biden worked for when they were cutting bioweapons deals with Burisma. Nasty people. So she's going to bury him under the courthouse. So the idea that, well, you know, by the time he does all this, blah, 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 it'll be, no, it's not going to be after the election. They can, the left controls the court system. So what are we looking at? Everything goes perfectly, which it has not for the Democrats, in all fairness, in this whole get Trump movement using the courts. The first day that he could be tried would be June 20th of this year. And that's if the courts do something they never do, which is move fast. But I, I guarantee you they'll move fast in this case. So when is the nominating convention again? Where we would, you know, kind of lock Trump in? That would be in July. So they can't even, if they don't even waste a single day or have a single snafu of any kind, it starts June 20th. That's still going to be hard even for the Democrats to do, but they're going to try. So what does that do? Well, once the case starts, if you've ever covered federal courts, you're an attorney, you know how it goes. A month of legal wrangling is usually what. They'll speed that up too. Chuck will make sure it, it, it goes away. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're looking at just what Comey said, Trump in federal court on those felony charges related to January 6th, probably during the convention. Which I think that the convention is going to be a three-ring circus. That would make it a three, which is the Democrats' goal. Because there there will be a floor fight to have him unnominated. Mm-hmm. Led by Nikki Haley, or yeah. at least I thought till or, yesterday, till their massacre in Nevada. Yeah. There, there will be some there will be some faction within the Republican Party that will try to block it. Yes, there will. And 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 what the Dem- the Democrats are counting on that. Why? Because that is going to tear the party apart. You're going to have Trump loyalists who will be enraged about that. And if they succeed, they're not going to vote for whatever candidate they come up with. You're going to have the people behind whatever other candidate um, what they want to replace Trump with. They're going to get mad that Trump won't get off the ballot um, and the goal for the Democrats is to tear the Republican Party apart to shave. Well, that's always their goal. Yeah, well, to shave <laughs> sort, votes off. Sort of like Hamas in Israel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's always the goal. Exactly. So I've maintained from the beginning, I've been saying this for every year, the goal is to have him convicted before the Republican nominating convention. That's going to be hard to do now. I don't think they can do that now. I, I don't. And they intended to. So, and you could tell that by their court schedule. I mean, they were going to start this thing in March. Well, they've always got a plan B, C, D, E, F. They do. So, um, a lot of the people, again, a lot of them are on Fox News, are misinforming you when they're saying it's not going to be till after the election. No, that'd be normal. Yes, normal. On normal case, this is not a normal case. Um, The only person who seemed to understand this on Fox News yesterday, how weaponized these courts were, or to admit it was Laura Ingram, to her credit, um, she's a smart attorney herself, mm-hmm, yep. and she talked about the, the, the hint that, that Judge Ch- Tanya Chutkin dropped. Um, and here's what she said about her. She wanted to be out of the country, but in August she might have to be here. Uh, what, why would that be? Well, because she's going to be trying Trump. District Judge here Tanya we go. Chutkin. Here, sorry, well, I misfired re- that. Here we go. Let's do it again. The bigger news came out go. of uh, a court, of course, with U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin, where she reportedly said that I hope not to be in the country on August 5th. If she is, she says it's because she's in trial in another matter that has not yet returned to my calendar. Of course, that's President Trump's case. And if that's the timeline, it's well after the Republican National Convention where Trump is expected to officially become the GOP nominee. Okay, that's really good for Trump. That's really good for Trump. That's not so good for us. Um, because 
before the schedule the Democrats wanted, we would have at least had a debate about, hey, do we want to run a convicted felon? I mean, Rasmussen has another poll out this week. Trump loses 30% of the vote he has right now. And, and again, Rasmussen's poll shows him dominating Biden, as do all the other polls right out now for the most part. But if he gets felony convicted by a jury, he loses 30% of his vote. So I think we should have this discussion. But we're not going to get to because of the court calendar. And I, I don't... I don't know what that's going to look like. I don't I don't know. It ain't going to be pretty. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's just there's no there's no good way to go about. It. So it's good for Trump's bad for us um, and bad for people who are like, hey, can we win if we lose 30 percent of the vote now? The strategy and there's a lot of people on board with this, Lee, if you if you read Twitter and a lot of really good minds on board with this is, hey, and if you look at his schedule, you should go Google this Trump court schedule. It is daunting. Mm hmm absolutely daunting i mean he is most weekdays between really march and the election day gonna be in court he's not gonna be on a campaign trail and even if he were the judges will control where he goes whether he can leave the state what he can do what he can say all of that is it's going to be fully weaponized but um when you look at that trump schedule it's a it's a big i mean it's a problem for him and us because once we lock him in at the convention guess what the democrats convention's the next month they're going to have the whole lay of the land. And theirs in, is in August. If Trump can buckle this somehow, um, they're going to probably want to replace Biden, but they may not have to if he's in court. I mean, I, I, what a mess. Of course, then they've got to have him get through an entire speech of the accepting the uh, Democratic primary um, you know, nomination there, Democratic Party nomination. And that's going to be darn near impossible. Even Trump's, with a teleprompter, Oh, yes. yeah, even with mm -hmm. a teleprompter yeah, with, and whatever yeah. they're juicing him with before he makes these public appearances. This, this man, I'm sorry, it, it, is, it is sad and embarrassing to watch the current president try to get through any type of press conference these days. It is appalling. And I, I honestly felt a little bit of sympathy for um, um, cringe Jean-Pierre uh, from the questioning from Peter Ducey about, you know, hey, look, after watching this, you know, him being able to stumble through this press conference. I, I mean, how do we, you know, move forward? And she's just like, I, I'm just not even going to go there with your question. He claimed to have had a sit down conversation. Yeah, well, the man who has been dead for with years. the president of France after he won the presidency, except that guy's been dead since 1996. And, and you're, you're right. Lee, there's no good way for Queen Jean-Pierre to explain. I that. mean, I she mean, has an impossible job now. Impossible. Yeah, yeah that is uh, that is a mess. And even Circleback couldn't have tackled no, that one. So, no, I mean, you know, nobody could. Yeah, Dana Perino couldn't have done it. No, you know, uh, no, nobody. You can't. You cannot possibly defend this in any way. The guy is past his due date. I mean, that's it. it it's sad. It is really sad. You have to have. I mean, as much as I detest the policies of this administration, you have to have some sympathy because he's being put up in an impossible situation. He does not have the cognitive ability to even handle a press conference, let alone the presidency. Meanwhile, last night this broke overnight headline. Michelle Obama may have notified people in 22 of her White House ambition. I plan to run New York Post latest installment. So this is going to get really, really, really nuts. I just, you know, me personally, I just want to know how James Comey knew exactly what the court calendar would look like in June of 23. 
But it's not fixed, though, Lee. We're just we're just no. watching democracy. Yes. It's just it's not fixed. It's all very normal. There's no election interference going on None, here. What are you talking no, about? No, no election. Yeah, and you can trust the people who brought you Russia collusion, which never happened and was totally made up by all 17, or was it three, intelligence agencies. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Do you like to eat? I like to eat. Bane of my existence, but I do. I'll admit it. I'm really into food. Yeah, do, do. If you're into food, just eating, period, you should pay attention to what's going on in Europe, my friend. Exactly what I've predicted for a while now. The real warning sign something was amiss was when they funded the Nitrogen Army. You'll get to know them later, especially if you have a garden. $15 billion for the Nitrogen Army and Joe Biden's infrastructure bill. What's it for? Combating nitrogen. Don't you need that to grow food? Uh-huh. See, it's really easy to regulate big industrial farms. That's not a big deal. It's making sure you can't take that extra half acre you have and get food security for yourself. That's where the Nitrogen Army comes in. $15 billion. Everybody's talked about the uh, IRS Army. By the way, they're well on their way to hiring them, too. About 10,000 have been hired so far. So they'll be on your door, too. But Nitrogen Army is not as well known or understood. I raised absolute cane about it. It's to regulate small family farms, gardens, really. And they're already building the case for that, if you pay any attention to UK Daily Mail and Guardian in the last week, um, when studies have begun to come out, published by the University of Michigan. Hey, that garden is a no-no. Mm-mm, no, you don't grow food there because you can't do it as efficiently as those big farms. So they want to control output. What they want to control is your access to food. They can get your access to food under control, and that is a major theme of the Battleground America podcast. Get it wherever you find podcasts. They got you. They got you. And they've even told us how they're going to do it. They're going to create food scarcity on purpose and then use the Lever Act, which was passed in the beginning of the last century, to seize means of production and supply chains of energy and food. We know this because the New York Times told us they want to do this for climate change. But first, they've got to cause the disaster that will precipitate. If you want to know what this will look like, you can catch a preview right now in Europe. We need to pay attention to Europe because they're having a full-blown food fight over there. 
Have you paid attention to Europe? You know what's wild? Fox News has finally started covering it. The blackout at Fox News has been bizarre. But they finally hit it this week. It spread to Spain. Okay, so it started in the Netherlands, and we told you about this on talk radio. They're blocking roads. They're spraying manure on government buildings. And and what they were they, what they were doing was seizing family farms, been in, in you know families for generations, hundreds of years, shutting them down, making them into either migrant camps, uh, or if you wanted a good price for your farm, uh, you had to sign papers agreeing to never farm again, not even in another country, because they want to they, they want to cut food. They do. So that led to absolute mayhem in the Netherlands. The farmer protest spread to Germany after that, and then France. Whole roads locked down during rush hour. Um, tractors everywhere because they're, they're they they are trying to end farming. Not any farming. They're cool with a big corporate farming that they control. They want to end individuals' farmers' ability to feed you. It's coming here. Well, over the last week, uh, the farmers have had so much success in France they actually had to capitulate. So there's going to be some food in France. That's good. Maybe we'll move there. We want to eat. But the EU's climate-driven initiatives, and that's what this is off all about, have now spread from the EU to these individual member states. So we now have open revolt. They're calling it a solidarity movement, folks. Reminiscent of Poland's rebelling against the communists? Hello? So it's spread to Ireland. Their farmers are in the streets now. They're blocking roads with tractors dumping manure, spraying manure on the sides of government buildings. They're fighting for you to eat. And now it's spread to Spain. Headline, Fox News. And I'm glad they're finally covering this. Farmers block Spanish highways in protest of European Union bureaucracy. Well, you don't quite get that. They're trying to starve people. Similar protests by farmers against the EU have been reported in France, Belgium, and other countries. Yeah, there is an absolute uproar over food in Europe, okay? It's not here yet because they got to get past the election. If they win this election, they win the presidency, it's coming here. They're going to unleash the nitrogen army. They're already building it inside the EPA. And you're going to see this here. But they don't want you to get a look at this here. But it is absolute hair-raising madness right now in the EU. In addition to France, protests have been held in Belgium, Portugal, Greece, Germany. Uh, they are breaking out in Ireland. Last week, tensions came to a head in Brussels, where farmers threw eggs and stones, because they're not armed, at the European, Union par- at the Euro- European Parliament building. Demanding that European leaders stop punish, punishing individual farmers with more taxes and rising costs and bureaucracy. What are we talking about? We're talking about the nitrogen army. That's what we're talking about. And a lot of this has not transversed the ocean because it's not in English. So you should see the coverage. I mean, they full on have the army in, in the streets dealing with the farmers in Spain now. Let me tell you what. All this stuff that I talk to you about that, that I tell you is theoretical and then we watch it happen in Europe and now, wow, it's real. The Democrats are waiting until they win. They believe they will this presidential election and they can then say there's never going to be a Republican president again. There's never going to be a Republican Supreme Court justice again. There's never going to be any of this. We will always control the regulatory agencies and that's when you're going to see them unleash the nitrogen army on farmers. And that's when you're going to see tractors in the streets. So be warned. Google this. Get a look at it. Look at it good because it's coming here. Or we could just win. We could win. Then it won't come here. It won't come here ever.
You won't have to worry about food. And you go right on, you know, enjoying the Super Bowl and listening to Taylor Swift and talking about Kelsey and whatever you want to do, watching Netflix, munching away, trying to lose weight because we have so much food. We don't know what to do with it all. But you should read this. Get a good look at it. Farmers block Spanish highways and protest the European Union. Bureaucracy. Absolute uproar. This is a food war. A food war. I can't, you never think you would see a thing like this. And it's all but being blacked out here by the mainstream media, including Fox for a while. So keep your eye on it. I don't know if you've seen the size of the freak out over, and it's very telling, Tucker Carlson's pending interview with Vladimir Putin. There's a reason he's waiting out the weeks before the interview in Russia and not here. That's all I'll say. Take a listen to this. Folks, if you want an update on how bad off this country is in terms of devolving into a totalitarian regime, this would pretty much do it. It set the internet on fire last night. Tucker and Putin trended again and again and again. Because Tucker recorded and posted to X where it couldn't be censored, um, at least not until they put Elon Musk in prison. The Department of Homeland, I mean, sorry, Department of Injustice working real hard on that. They're pursuing criminal charges. So, But for now, they can't shut up Tucker or Elon. Tucker recorded this live from Russia about the illegal extent the Biden regime has gone to to prevent him from just doing an uncensored interview with Vladimir Putin. Listen to this. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm gonna stop that. I, for some reason, the volume is off here. I'm gonna turn it up a little so you can hear it. Okay, let me start it again, because this is really important. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States. And we wanted to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group, nor are we charging people to see the behind paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, tuckercarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. But you have no reason to be afraid of it. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, you can decide for yourself. Thanks. What is the purpose of this at this time? Tucker Carlson's trying to stop World War III. I don't know if you've been paying any attention to the news lately from Europe. They have already put World War III on the calendar, and it is pre-scheduled. It's so bad that 
heads of NATO are advising people in Europe to go ahead and start stockpiling food, start, go ahead and stockpile, stockpile water, go ahead and get yourself a battery-operated radio. No less than three countries have announced they're going into World War III and are preparing for it. Sweden, government of Sweden, that was scary. Followed soon on the heels, uh, the government of the UK very factually came out and said they're going into World War III. I don't know what has changed. Has anything new happened? No. Who will World War III be with? Russia for some reason. That's why Tucker's there. If you watch him, he is scared to death of this and so am I. Just a few of the headlines from around the world that don't really get repeated here. Sweden is warned to brace for war. Weird. Civil defense minister tells citizens to get moving and prepare for the end of 210 years of peace as country bids uh, as country bids to join NATO in face of Russia tensions. Really? Okay, that's weird. Huh. What about France? France warning its people war is coming. Why? What's happened? Nothing. Nothing's happened. Absolutely nothing of any kind has happened. Germany has not pre-announced the war. Do you remember them pre-announcing World War II? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and pencil that in for 2025. Weird, no. But Germany has their military planning for the war, which will take place in 2025. Pencil it in, y'all. Um, yeah, that leaked uh, with a month-to-month schedule of the war and how it'll go. Which is weird because there hasn't been any aggression on any kind of NATO um, member country. Real weird. The latest was uh, Poland. Uh, this was scary, and it ran uh, in the Polish media the other day. The, me- the, the liberal media would just prefer you not know about any of this. Here's the headline translated. Minister, expect every scenario Poland is preparing for war with Russia. Ha, weird. That's the fifth European country thinks they're going into World War III. Guess what? We're NATO members. So if these countries go into war with Russia, guess who gets dragged? So when Chuck Schumer, uh, the Democrat senator, two days ago is saying, you better give me the Ukraine money or I'm sending your kids to fight. We're rolling our eyes like, no, you're not, Chuck. Oh, yeah. They, no, they're not joking. They're, they're full on not joking. Folks, do you realize what's going on right now? NATO has just marshaled 90,000 troops, some of them from here, a lot of them from other places, to do drill exercises for war with Russia. Now, what has precipitated this? Nothing. Absolutely nothing other than they just want to go to war. So that's what Tucker Carlson is doing over there. Well, I'll let him explain. And this is what has the deep state in such a panic. They do not want Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin talking to you directly about what is going. They would prefer that you not notice. And then they all pretend they haven't been planning this for two years once it happened. By the way, I don't think anything's going to happen until after the election. I don't think they dare. And then only if the Democrats win. Here's Tucker Carlson explaining why he plans to interview Vladimir Putin. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. No, they're not. no real idea what's happening in this region. It's bad. Here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, 
an entire generation of young Ukrainians and has depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances. Yep. And the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the U.S. dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. Yep. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. Mm -hmm. They lie to their readers and viewers. Endlessly. And they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they have done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions, specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe. World War III. And pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda. Propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politics... Anyway, the mainstream media is going wild over this traitor. He should be tried, blah, blah, blah. Including NBC News. Which is weird. Because they interviewed Putin in 2021. So long ago. Yeah. Oh, and when Gavin Newsom went and sat down with Chairman Xi fawning over Chairman Xi. They didn't give a damn. And that guy's hauling Uyghurs off to concentration camps, zip-tied with their heads shaven. But it was all good. It was really smart. Smart politics. We love Xi. They're going wild over this. It's not that he's talking to Putin that's the problem. It's that they can't censor it, and they're terrified of what you will hear. Stuff you hear on the Battleground America podcast all the time, but the Americans don't know. You got to laugh at some of the criticism online. Oh, Tucker's not interviewing Vladimir uh, Zelensky. Well, you just heard him there in that clip. He he sought an interview with Vladimir Zelensky. Couldn't do it in Ukraine, though. I mean, Tucker couldn't. You know why? Little known fact. He's on Ukraine's assassination list. Yeah, they put a hit list out. They'll, by the way, if you could assassinate uh, Tucker Carlson, they will pay you a bounty. Ukraine? Oh, you didn't know that? Google Senator J.D. Vance, Ukraine and assassination list. Yeah, they're in the business of assassinating Americans. Or trying. The last person to be added to Ukraine's assassination list, because they're a great democracy, is, uh, was Jack Posobiec. Who else is on the assassination list? They literally put out a hit. Ukrainian intelligence, I guess played, paid for by us. Tucker Carlson, Elon Musk. Jack Posobiec. Why? Well, for questioning whether we, like, kind of need to be into World War III. For promoting Russian propaganda. 
These are the people Mitch McConnell wants so badly to spend some more money with. I don't know, maybe we can add half the political commentariat, conservative commentariat of America to the assassination list. If I were Hunt, if I were Tucker, I'd be scared to death and look, given what's coming over that border. I mean, is somebody from Ukraine going to kill him? You didn't know any of that, did you? You're not a long-term listener of mine. See, these are the things that got reported in other countries, but not here. The fact that Ukraine's intelligence service put literally a hit out on Twitter. Yeah, their transgender spokesperson who's American. It's like a dude, but wait, yeah. It's a guy dressed as a woman, literally suggesting the murder of Jack Posobiec on Twitter. It was so outrageous, Senator J.D. Vance uh, demanded the resignation of the spokes hack, who, who later what did resign, but um, did not retract the offer to assassinate Jack Pacific, who, by the way, is the editor of Human Events. Hunt, uh, Tucker is on that list. Uh, Tucker's on that list, as in is Elon Musk. Do you remember when Elon Musk's mom and father both came out and did interviews saying how afraid they were that Elon Musk would be assassinated? They did him in the mainstream media. And nobody really explained, like, why they're afraid of that. Yeah, because they're on the assassination list of the intelligence agencies of Ukraine. Definitely Elon. Maybe they just take out his whole family. I don't know how. It Just call call Ukraine. No, you know what? Better call up Mitch McConnell and ask him. How much of that money that you tried to give him this week will be used for assassinating American political commentators? And what do you think is fair? A couple million? What, what is it going to cost? I mean, they got to get all the way to Vermont after they go over the border. Isn't that where, where, where Tucker lives? So there is some logistical problems there, see, for Tucker Carlson to go to Ukraine to interview Zelensky because they'd probably kill him. Great vaunted democracy that they are. But then that wouldn't be any different, really, from the journalists there who've died and disappeared, as the French media talked about, for, for, for daring it to criticize Zelensky or the churches he's closed. Or all the, well, all the media was shut down in, in uh, Ukraine except for one state media. Oh, and they suspended the elections. So it's natural that they have moved on to assassinations. Do you know any of that? Do you see the problem with Tucker interviewing anyone from that conflict without a filter by the mainstream media? And that's just for starters right there. Nothing is as we've been told. And one of the things I think they're most afraid of, they want to make it look like World War III broke out authentically when they've been training for it. I mean, Joe Biden over the last two years has escalated by tens of thousands of troops the number of people we have in the theater, and now NATO has taken control of them, and they are doing they are doing World War III on the ground military drills in preparation for World War III. Ninety thousand troops. Americans don't know any of this. They think the Ukraine war is kind of old. They they've moved on taking the Ukraine flagged off their profiles. It's like so 23, 22, 23. They have no idea what's coming. And Tucker's trying to tell him, God bless him for that. God bless him for that. I, if it were me, I'd stay in Russia for a while and I'd go ahead and release it from here, from there. Maybe interview Snowden while I was there. Oh, and Tara Reid, who is also hiding out in Russia. Uh, she was the one who was allegedly raped by Joe Biden. She says uh, the Biden regime won't stop harassing her, so she feels much more comfortable in Russia now. So, you know, Tucker Carlson would know a few people if he had to stay. I can't wait for this interview. Can you tell? I'm giddy. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.